Hey everybody, welcome to the Slaw Sports Show. I'm your host, Cole Noble, aka Slaw. And for the next couple weeks, we're finally going to be talking about football and the NFL and just giving our, you know, off-season division reviews and then upcoming division rankings as a little countdown for the NFL season. And today, we're going to be starting with the NFC East. But before we get started, we got a bunch of big sports news to go over from from when the last episode came out to now. Uh, If you remember two episodes ago, we talked about Paul George being traded from the Oklahoma City Thunder to the Los Angeles Clippers. And we talked about what that's going to mean for Russell Westbrook. Well, that question has been answered as Russell Westbrook has been traded to the Houston Rockets. And OKC will be getting Chris Paul in a couple picks. But the big news is Russell Westbrook teaming up with former teammate James Harden, forming another big duo like we talked about in the episode. Just all these duos taking the league over. And we're going to see how well those two, you know, offensive-minded guys are going to pair together and if they can recapture some of the old chemistry they used to have on the Thunder now with the Rockets. And other sports news, Novak Dojovic wins his fifth Wimbledon title, beating Roger Federer yesterday. And it was a five-hour tennis match, which was a good back-and-forth match. Federer had the upper hand most of the game, you know, led the categories in serves and, you know, breaks off a serve and had a bunch of good shots at the net. But Novak gets the win and wins his fifth Wimbledon tournament. And with that being said, let's get started and start talking about some football today. To get started talking about the NFC East, we're going to start with the Dallas Cowboys, who, as we all know, won the division last season at 10-6, lost, you know, two rounds in the playoffs to the Rams, and the Rams went on to go to the Super Bowl, losing to the Patriots. But the Cowboys, you know, they were relatively quiet in free agency and especially in the draft. They had a subpar draft, no big names. You know, they took off the board. But all the additions and losses they made in free agency seemed to bounce off each other. Um, They lost Cole Beasley. You know, Cole Beasley said that the Cowboys didn't really appreciate the slot position too much. And he wasn't happy with that. So he left and he went to the Buffalo Bills. But the Cowboys kind of debunked that idea by Cole Beasley when they turned around and signed Randall Cobb, the former slot receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Jason Witten will return from retirement, you know, leaving the booth. He's going to come back and play for the Cowboys. They also got Christian Covington and George Ioka. And they also lost David Irving, which is a good piece of their defense. And, you know, as I said, they didn't really have to that big of an offseason uh they were really quiet um for the cowboys the biggest question mark going forward is how are they going to give extensions to you know their star three players with Dak prescott ezekiel elliott and amari cooper they all have you know their contracts are running out so we're gonna have to see how jerry's gonna give the money around and uh how long he's gonna lock up those guys because those are really Three huge pieces of their offense for now and for years to come. And just an ultimate trio that could eventually win a Super Bowl for Dallas. They also placed a franchise tag on Demarcus Lawrence. And he is a stud on defense for the Cowboys. We're going to see how 
Um, that plays out, see if they give him a long-term extension or if he eventually will get traded or what's going to happen with Demarcus Lawrence. But that's really it for the Cowboys. Uh, you know, they're, they didn't really have to do much. Their defense was already loaded, offense was loaded with talent. So they did what they could, I guess. Uh, the draft not really helped at all. and But they're still got what it takes to probably win this division. We're just going to have to see how it plays out. And then for the New York Giants, they lost, of course, Odell Beckham Jr., trading him to the Cleveland Browns. He was a star player for the Giants, but they weren't liking what they were seeing. Uh, Dave Gettleman wanted a culture change, he said. So he ships Odell off to Cleveland and in return gets Jabril Peppers, Kevin Zettler, and a bunch of picks, which we'll talk about later on in the draft. They also lost Olivier Vernon, who is a core centerstone piece of their defense and one of their best defensive players. They lose him in free agency, and they also lost Landon Collins, who went on to sign with rival team uh, Washington Redskins. That's a big loss for the Giants, but they kind of evened it out, trading for Jabril Peppers from Cleveland. And after losing Odell, they gave Golden Tate a $37.5 million deal, which many people thought was a little too much for Golden Tate, but the Giants obviously liked them and added them to their team. Now with uh, Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard and Saquon Barkley now on their offense, maybe they can make some noise, but we're just going to have to see how it plays out. I'm not that big on Eli Manning. And I don't think the Giants honestly will do that good next season. And then for the draft, uh, they made a shocking move, taking Daniel Jones, who I thought was a third-round QB. They thought they took him first round, third overall pick. You know, the quarterback from Duke, I guess they really liked him. I don't really get that decision. And they went on to draft Dexter Lawrence and DeAndre Baker first round. So two big players on defense. They used the two Browns picks to get those two players. And just really some head-scratching decisions by the Giants. And Dave Gettleman, their general manager, says it's all part of his plan. But what his plan is, we don't really know. We're just going to have to wait and see how the Giants do next season. But from what I can tell, it's not going to be too good, Giants fans. Uh, just, you got Brooklyn to cheer for. So, yeah. Now we're going to move on to the last two teams in the division, starting with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, you know, Philadelphia Eagles won Super Bowl 52, I believe it was, against the New England Patriots. That was a big win for the city of Philadelphia. Of course, all the fans went crazy after that one. But this offseason, they did make a lot of noise. Uh, they had a lot of key losses. They lost Michael Bennett, trading him to New England. They lost Golden Tate, who we just mentioned, signed with the New York Giants. They lost Jordan Hicks from their defense, and they also lost Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP quarterback. Um, you know, Nick Foles, the guy I really like. He leaves, gets the respect he deserves, signs a massive contract with uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to see how Nick Foles does there. And, you know, the Eagles made it clear that Carson Wentz is their guy for the future, and getting rid of Nick Foles just confirms that. And... Uh, they added Deshaun Jackson, a former wide receiver that used to play for the Eagles. He was really a big name with the Eagles. He ended up going to Tampa Bay for a couple of years, but comes back to Philadelphia. 
They added Malik Jackson from the Jaguars with their defense. They re-signed uh, Brandon Graham and Ronald Darby, who's big pieces to their defense. They re-signed those two guys, and they also traded for Jordan Howard, the running back from Chicago. Chicago confirms that Tariq Cohen's going to be their man going forward, and they weren't really too hot on Jordan Howard. You know, he wasn't doing what he, they needed him to do out of the backfield, catching the ball and pass blocking. So the Eagles make the trade and get Howard after losing uh, Jay Ajahi. Uh, they bring in Jordan Howard, and they already have somewhat of a crowded backfield, but Howard might be the clear starter. And we're just going to have to see how the Philadelphia plays that going forward. And the Washington Redskins, they lose a couple key players on defense, losing Zach Brown, Preston Smith, and HaHa Clinton Dix, who, of course, they traded from uh, the Green Bay Packers. He, HaHa is a big star for Green Bay, but Green Bay sends him for a second-round pick, I believe it was. And HaHa spends one year with the Redskins. The Redskins don't bring him back. He goes on to sign with the Chicago Bears. And they also lost wide receiver Jamison Crowder. Kind of a big name for Redskins fans, but anybody else around the league doesn't really know him that well. They had Case Keenum, the quarterback from Denver. They traded and got Case Keenum after Alex Smith went down last season with a broken leg. And they toyed around with Mark Sanchez and uh, Colt McCoy. But those are just some backup QBs. So they trade for who we think is going to be the starter at the beginning of the season. They signed Landon Collins, who we just talked about from the New York Giants, and Dominique Rogers Camardi. And those two players are going to pair well with uh, all pro cornerback Josh Norman, or former all pro cornerback Josh Norman. And they also signed Eric Flowers to their defense. And they had a really busy draft. You know, first round, they take Montez Sweat who was a, you know, really star player. Everybody was looking at in the draft of, you know, maybe a top 10 talent, but he fell down the board and then the Redskins snagged him. And they also took quarterback Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State. And he was one of the top QBs on the board. So what does this mean for Case Keenum after they just traded for him? And especially what does this mean for Alex Smith? You know, he has a broken leg. He's going to be out at least another full year. So what does that mean for him going forward with Dwayne Haskins at QB. They also draft Bryce Love, uh, running back from Stanford, joining Darius Guais coming off a torn ACL, the rookie from last season. And the, you know, the guy who we think isn't ever going to decline, Adrian Peterson, a just absolute stud, one of the best running backs we've ever seen, obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, Bryce Love joins those two guys. And AP maybe showing his wisdom around with the two young running backs. If it all works out well, uh, those two running backs are going to be pretty good. But that's pretty much it for the Redskins. And now we're going to move on and start talking about our division rankings for the NFC East and give our predictions for next season. wrap up the episode we're going to be giving our predictions for the next season for the nfc east and i think the cowboys will repeat winning the division at 10 and 6 again that's giving them a really questionable win against the chicago bears in their 10th game the bears have one of the top defenses in the league but i think that's a game that you know the cowboys might upset and win then the eagles in second place with nine and seven 
They might end up being a wild card team. We're just gonna have to wait and see. And then for the last two teams, to me, where do I rank them? It really depends on how soon the rookie quarterback's gonna start for the Redskins and Giants with um, Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins. How soon are those guys gonna start is really gonna depend on how much success they're gonna have this season. But I think the Redskins will do it first, starting Dwayne Haskins, you know, around maybe week five, week six, and they're gonna end up finishing five and 10, which is kind of on the bottom half of the spectrum. But the Redskins still need a couple pieces to build around Haskins if he's gonna be their guy for the future. And I think when he ends up coming to step in, he's gonna prove to them that he is the guy for the future. And as for the Giants, they're gonna hold on to Eli for as long as they can before starting Daniel Jones, which is a decision I wholeheartedly do not agree with. And when Daniel Jones does take over, they might start showing a little uh, promise for the season, but I think they're gonna finish last at a very lowly three and 13. Argue with me if you want it, but the only games I can see them winning is the is against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Miami Dolphins, who I think is gonna be maybe the worst team in the league next season, and the Detroit Lions. But that's a reach with that pick, so they might end up being you know two and 14, maybe three and 13 if they can get that win against the Lions. That's the game I see uh, Daniel Jones coming in and getting his groove on and winning that game, but that's a reach as well so we're just gonna have to wait and see and that's my off-season division review and rankings for the nfc east if you like this you know, segment of the podcast and these episodes just keep the support coming on and i'm going to continue to do every division leading up to the nfl season so i hope you guys are ready for that and thanks for watching today's episode